Joined now by rugby referee Tepi Moropa, who is also a Chelsea fan. Tepi. Hi, John. You're a Chelsea fan. I hope you're not watching the FA Cup. And I'm just so stressed right now. It's okay. We, we can score. We can score two goals in six minutes. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's a sad day when you get beaten by Arsenal. It's fine. By Arsenal, I mean like really. I need you just if you can just to move a little bit closer to the mouthpiece of your phone. You just disappeared a little okay. bit there. Better. There we go. Much better. All right. A woman, a female rugby referee, Teppi. What's going on? <laughs> How did it start? Why, why rugby refereeing? Because rugby is life. <laughs> no, um, so I started off as a player. I didn't just jump in and be a referee. Hmm. I started off as a player and then I just evolved into becoming a referee. But I just want to stick with the sport, essentially. Why rugby? Why rugby? Um, so I, I got exposed to rugby in high school because I went to a water school in Warsaw, <laughs> which yeah. is in Free State. Um, so I, I got exposed to the sport there, and then I just started playing a bit. And then when I came back to Joburg after matriculating, I played for a rugby club in Johannesburg because now the bug had bit me already. So um, yeah, I mean, once it's bit you, you just can't you just can't let it go. Even after injuries, you're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna play anymore, guys. But then next thing, you're on the field again, um, bashing heads, you know, <laughs> getting in the ruck. So yeah, rugby is life, man. It's my New York. You talk about injuries, concussions and things are a different thing. Or you do, did you stay away from the head injuries? <laughs> well, um, I haven't gotten a concussion. Hey, I'm Excellent. playing, but I've gotten a few twists of the ankles here and there. My mm. biggest injury was tearing was um, tearing all my knee ligaments. I'm um, in 2018, so they had to repair all of them: ACL, sure. PCL, the whole lot. So I did a, a magical tear there. So what, that was my biggest injury. Yeah, but sports stars are amazing. How how after, how long after that did you start playing again? So um, that injury took me off for about uh, nine months. Sure. It was a nine All months right. rehab. So um, it was intense, very painful, but you have to put in the work. The mental focus has to be there. Mm. So it was nine months out sure. um, before I could start actually going back onto the field. But like seven months in, then you start doing a bit of running, you know, the frustration does get to you um, when you're so used to being on the field and being active. Mm. And then I just got back into the field again and got it on. Yeah, so it was nine months out. I, I imagine as an athlete, when you do that, the metabolism kicks in very quickly as well and says, ah, uh-uh, you're not going to be thin anymore. <laughs> yes, it does. Because <laughs> you've been doing yeah, exercise yeah. every day, all day, and now suddenly you got your leg up. And then suddenly I'm just sitting, yeah. And literally with the knee injury, I was told, you know what, you need to sit. You need to, um, the right method, so I need to uh, rest and elevate. And ice, so it was it was not fun. Mm. Every single day, um, rest, ice, elevate, no, that was not cool at all. So my body was just like, what is going on? What are you doing? <laughs> Can you do some, some movement, something? Give See, us something. See, it's not easy you being know? a couch potato. I've been telling people this for years. It's not easy to sit and eat chips every day. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. And the love time just makes it even tough. It's really not. <laughs> okay, uh, we, we're going to take a quick ad break. Uh, I, I mean, I should have congratulated you on your uh, on your nomination for the G-Sport Awards. That should have been the intro, Thank not you. the Chelsea. But uh, Chelsea's still losing <laughs> with two and a half minutes to go. But congratulations. A special recognition award. What does that mean to you? Yes. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's 
basically a woman that it's as an award that recognizes women who um, play a big role, um, not just on and off the field. So off the field also get, making a great impact for other women and just in the community as a whole. So that's what it's about. Okay, we're going to talk all about that, and I'm going to give you, uh, what did we got, 45 seconds. I'm going to give you a minute or so to think about our very important question that we're asking today. How do we make women's sports better post-COVID-19? I'm going to ask you that after the ad break. Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Gerica. My guest is rugby referee, former rugby player Tepi Moropa, joins us here now, encouraging women to create their own opportunities. So, Tepi, I'm going to ask you our very important question we're asking our listeners today. How do we improve women's sport in South Africa? We need sponsorship. <laughs> We've been crying sponsorship for years. And sponsorship is a very big deal because, I mean, um, to get to where the men are in terms of the level at which men are, we need resources, and resources need money. <laughs> so sponsorship plays a very critical role. Obviously, then the media coverage we we need as well. So I think um, those two aspects will really go a long way in terms of women women's sports. What comes across all sporting codes, not just rugby? What comes first, sponsorship or those viewers? Sponsorships or the viewers? Yeah, I think the viewers. And then the sponsorships can then come on board because obviously they need to uh, have a, a good aspect as to uh, when they sponsor, the viewership has to be there as well. Oh, yeah. So I think the, the media coverage is, is very important for us. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in women's sports across other sporting codes. And like people never know about it because it's not in the media. So we need to rely on word of mouth and the teams themselves or players us sharing it amongst each other, mm. which is which is um, it's very limiting for for any sporting coach. So media coverage is very important. Yeah, it's uh, how do you then how do you convince people to watch the sport though? Isn't there you know the the story is that the women aren't as fast, men are quicker. It's more exciting. We can agree mm. to disagree on a number of things, but yeah, there's always that mm. argument. Is so why should I watch women's football when men's football is on TV? So, because you know, um, I think women's women's sports hasn't been given the chance that it should be given because you wouldn't know if it's more exciting or less exciting unless you give it a try. <laughs> so, point. if you haven't watched it, you can't exactly place your argument to say no. Men's sports is more exciting, etc. Um, have you watched women's sports? And then the answer you'd get is no, I haven't. But because women, no, 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 <laughs> then your argument is distorted. I mean, I really, if people can just give it a chance and have. Give, give for, say for example women's rugby because I'm in that sport I mean the women it's not like the, the rules are altered for the women or they're any different or no we're going to tackle a little lighter because we're females no I mean we just give it HD just as much as you know how the guys would play it mm. so I think um, the chance hasn't been given in that direction fully um, in order for 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 people to then make their own judgment mm. as to yeah so maybe I could watch this over that and then I think also if it is going to be covered um, media-wise, then the, the the chances should be given properly. So obviously don't put a men's game at the same time as a women's game and make us choose what to watch, you know. We want to watch both, so perhaps have a ladies' game as a curtain raiser earlier on in the day and then have the guys' game play later on would be really fantastic. Um, it's a good start. In rugby, the, the big franchises, the, the, the Lions, Sharks, Western Province, do they all have women's teams? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes. So, yes, they do. So there's the Lions women's team, Sharks, all of it. There is. 
All right, so that that's a great move because my next question was going to be, why don't the football teams? You you imagine part of the clause of being a PSL side is that you should have a women's football team. It should just be the rules. Mm, I think that would that would be a really great start because I think that's how we we the the women's rugby is structured now lately. That you should belong to a club, so you should play for a club, mm. and then from a club, then you qualify to play for provincial. Then from provincial level, then you get chosen to play at SA level. So the structure is very important um, in that sense. So it helps. It also benef- it, it, it benefits um, the ladies to have a structure from club level to then provincial and then to Springbok level. One of the things you do say, though, is you need women need to create their own opportunities. What do you mean? Yes. So um, what, what do I mean by that is that um, you find that, especially in um, male-dominated sports, for us, um, we can't just sit and hope um, there will be a league one day for the girls and we get to play, etc. So I can give an example. Um, in Johannesburg, we started by organizing friendlies until it got to a point where, you know, we are knocking on doors that we shouldn't knock and be like, we want to play on this field. Um, we want to play just before the guys play, etc. So the guys actually realize, okay, the ladies are actually serious about what they want to do. They're not just playing for fun. Until in 2017, we had an actual club league, which the provincial team could be picked from. So in, in that sense, I mean that we need, we need to actually get up and put in the effort and put in the work and uh, make make sure that if, if there's a chance that this door could be opened, then we need to go on and open that door and make sure that we are creating our own opportunities to be recognized to um to get to the to get our development and growth to uh, to the point at which we wanted to get to. So that is what I mean by as women we need to get up and create our own opportunities mm. that we can't just sit and wait and hope that you know, one day, I mean, we keep playing even though we, we, the, the, the sponsorships are not as great as we'd like them to be, but we keep playing and we want to push so that we create our own opportunities so that we, we can't just sit and hope that one day, you know, we'll have mm. some sort of recognition. So that is what I mean by that. It's uh, important to actually get up and get it done. Those doors that you say you're opening, are, are you feeling that they're being held closed by the tradition though? I feel that, um, not in that sense, so I feel that the doors that are, they, 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 the doors are open, but they're not open necessarily for all of us to walk through. So it's, for us, it's, it's a door, it's there, we can see the men are playing, the men currently have a league in Johannesburg that they play every year, it's ongoing, um, it's got a structure, etc. We just want to walk through the exact same door. We're not saying, now go and build another door for us, you know? <laughs> so, um, um, I feel like the doors are there, they're open, mm. but we want, we, they're not there for everybody to walk through. And we just saying we want to walk through the exact same doors. Just how the guys run through the tunnel and walk onto the field, we want to do the same. Sevens is the, you know sort of the the new development rugby. Uh, South Africa have sent a sevens team struggling to qualify for the series, but that's fine. You have to start somewhere. How has that changed local rugby? Do you think it's it's, it's had a phenomenal impact actually? Um, because uh, for example, with with us in um, in Johannesburg, but I believe it's happening in other regions as well. Is that once. 15 season is done, then we tap into sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, we can see the growth there happening phenomenally. And um, at least, like you say, we've managed to start. So the, the, the growth there actually is happening quite well. So it's had a great impact um, across the board um, for, for women, for women um, in terms of rugby. 
So I think it's, it's a really great start. The, the development there is great. You can see there are ladies who tap into um, Sevens and Excel very much. So I think that that's a very good start for us. Okay, I want to talk about refereeing now. Do, do, do your a, what's your goal in life as a rugby referee now? To ref an international series. Between who? Which two teams is uh, your dream match? <laughs> I must pick teams. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, do I have to? <laughs> with, with, with the spring, uh, hopefully the Springboks are there, first of all. Yes, okay. yes, yes. I'd like to referee our girls. Yes. Up against the Black Ferns. That would be huge. You wouldn't want to do the Springboks against the All Blacks? Yes, against the Black Ferns. Yeah, those are the All Blacks. No, man. You don't want to rugby the, the referee the men's side. You'd rather do the women's side. I'd love to do the women's side first. Wow. Mm. That's mm. interesting. Mm. I want to do the women's side first. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that actually, yeah, take place. How does the Black Ferns, I mean, we know the Black Ferns. How do they compare to the women's Springboks? So, look, the Black Ferns are quite developed, hey? Why? Um, Why? I think, we can't, I think their, 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 their structure and development is, is on par. You could almost say they, like they're as on par as with the guys. You could mm. almost say they train with the guys. Um, it's, it's actually, they, I think they have a, the advantage that they get to Trained together as a team much longer than our girls. Um, our 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 team um, is not. We are we are not quite there yet in terms of getting our team together and have them train for longer as a team together. So I think we we need to get to that point um, eventually. Hopefully, cross fingers and all um, that we get the necessary sponsorship and resources to have our girls train full time together, have it as a career. You know what I mean. Um, I think the Black Ferns have it as a professional career, mm. you know. Right. So I think the, the yeah they have that advantage. So um, it comes down it comes down to that money that you were talking about again. Yes, yes. So when the resources are there, I mean, I'm pretty sure that we can get our girls there training together as a team for um, a longer period of time and have we, us knowing that these are the Springboks, we we know that they are able to train together mm. for a longer period to get to. Um, you know, get the right development and training going, that the right um, conditioning, etc., um, that goes into having a team like the Springboks. Um, but we, we will get there. We'll get there. It, I mean, it's, is it fair to say that we have the world current world champions in rugby for the men? Surely we could do the same for our women. That's exactly what I mean. That um, You can see the potential is there. Um, we are able to do it, I know for sure. Um that the ladies are able to, to, to pull it off. I mean, surely if we're able to produce um, a quality World Cup team such as our Springbok men, we'd definitely be able to do what we do on the left and do on the right, you know? Mm. I, I really believe that the potential is there, 100%. I'm behind them. Okay, so besides referring that, uh, you also, I mean, you, you, a typical female sports person, you have to have a job at the same time. So you, oh, yes, I do. You, you, you still work nine <laughs> to five. That's what I mean. <laughs> uh, you, then you, I was, no, go ahead. Yes, go on. No, you tell me. You're the guest. No, no, no. I'm saying that, and that's exactly what I mean, that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that our women's Springboks can have the rugby as their career. Do you understand? Mm. Without having to have a day job as well. Tell me about the Black Sheep essay. Um, so that's my initiative. Um, 
well, let's start so the name comes from the fact that I was uh, apparently I was not I was bound. Uh, what did they say? I was not meant to mount to anything. Yes. Yeah. So I was supposed to be the black sheep, so I didn't turn right. out that way, unfortunately. <laughs> so then I took that, and then um, so I turned my tragedy into triumph, and then I just I do um some really great initiatives since uh. So since the lockdown, we've managed with, with very good friends of mine, um, also many of them in the rugby world, some of them not. Um, we've managed to do soup kitchens mm-hmm. and do food packs um, in local townships and uh, communities. Uh, so now in August, we're going to do a women's drive for our girls. We're going to give them care packs with sanitary um, towels and toiletries. So I'm hoping to reach out to 500 um, girls. So that's basically what I do at the Black Sheep with a great group of friends that come in and chip in. And yeah, so that's what we do. Tepi Moropa, where can I find out more about what you do and how you do it? I see you're quite, you're quite busy so on I'm the Twitters. On <laughs> so on social media, I'm there. I'm active. I'm on Facebook. I'm Tepi Moropa. So T-S-H. People always forget the H. T-S-H-E-P-I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moropa. Um, Instagram, uh, Tepi Moropa, Twitter, Tepi Moropa, all the same. And yeah, so that's where you can find out about me, everything that I do. Uh, yeah, so like, and all the other sporting codes that I support as well, so I'm <laughs> everywhere. And trying to just find my fingers in every pie. And promoting radio interviews on SAFM. Thank you very much. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I do want to tell you that there's been like a million years of injury time and it's still Arsenal 2, Chelsea 1 though. So, oh so, my gosh. Sorry to break the bad news. We came second. Yeah, yeah I mean, better than, who ever remembers second? John? Well, better than, better than Liverpool. So there's one thing we're good at, you see. Tepi, <laughs> it's been great chatting to you. Have a great night. Thank you so much, John. And good luck at the G Sport Awards. Tepi Moropa, encouraging young women to create their own opportunities. Inspiration there. Being nominated for the Special Recognition Award, vied by Vice President of the African Gymnastics Union, Elizabeth Smith, rugby pioneer, as you heard, Tepi Moropa, and supporter of equality for women in cricket, Sue Pather. Uh, the public will help choose the winners through free voting. That kicks off uh, today. And voting will close at 6 p.m. on Monday, the 10th of August. Uh, winners will be announced at the Virtual Momentum G Sport Awards on the 31st of August. Uh, platforms will be announced later on.